The Doctor of Discernment is on the air. More than half the women in my administration are women. It's time that everybody wake up and pay attention. Dispensing a daily dose of common sense, no prescription required. President Biden's approval rating ranks right up there with jockage. Come on, man. Give me a little break here. People should not be afraid of their governments. Government should be afraid of their people. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. This is the Greg Belfridge Show. You know, this is one of those mornings when your heart is just really kind of heavy given the events that happened um, at what should have been really kind of a joyous celebration for the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday and the Super Bowl parade. They're the Super Bowl winners, and you're having then the parade afterward with fans. Again, meant to be a joyous celebration, and gunfire erupts. Eight children were hit. Um, 22 people, I think, overall. One woman killed as a result. And it's just really kind of a, a, a really a disturbing story. You know, we see once again that, and they're, There are those, I'm not trying to spin this into a conversation about gun control because there are those who are doing it, and honestly, that's not the issue. It really is not the issue. We have got things that are going on in this country that have nothing to do with the accessibility of guns. We have had, guns have been accessible for years, for decades. They've been accessible. What has changed is, you know, the mentality of people who see this as a, for whatever the reason, we don't know what the reasons are here yet. We'll find out three uh, suspects who are in custody. So you've got three people in custody as a result of this. One woman killed. And uh, I've got to say, there are those that is immediately who are jumping into the gun control conversation. The problems that we're seeing far eclipse the accessibility of guns. And that is like, in, when I hear that, I'm like, you know what? I would expect that kind of response from somebody who's seven. You know, somebody who's eight years old. I would expect that kind of response. It's like, well, you really don't understand yet. Okay, got, got, you know, appreciate what you're saying, but you just don't have perspective. What we are seeing in terms of these mass shootings and the number of shootings and the way these things are carried out is... Um, it's just, I think, really, really troubling. So let's uh, let's get into the, the uh, details. I want to. There are a couple of big stories I want to share. The, this obviously, and the reaction of some of the fans. Again, when we see these horrific situations that unfold, you also see people. And we saw this. I mean, we see this all the time. We saw it on 9-11. When you see some people at their worst, you see some Americans at their very best. And that was the case in uh, in Kansas City following this. So 
We don't know the details. Um, I'm sure I'll be telling you about that in the days to come. Reluctant to give names of people anyway, generally more at circumstances as to what happened. We'll find out. The police chief, Kansas City police chief, said that three people have been detained. And she said, um, I'm angry about what happened today. The people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment. And you can't argue with that. I absolutely agree with her. And she said, police, um, at this point, they, they're not releasing any details about the people who were detained or about a possible motive. Again, we'll learn all that. She said firearms had been recovered, but not what kind. And she said, again, doesn't matter what kind of firearms. Doesn't matter. See, the focus is always on the guns. Focus is always on the guns. What you don't see is a focus on the people. And this should not be an argument over guns. And as I said, I know some are already getting into it. You're hearing some of the voices that are coming up, even including the White House. You know, the, the, the response from the president on this, that's nonsense. That's the perspective of somebody in elementary school. Because the things that we see going on in this country are far more deeper and significant than that. So Chief Graves said all of this is being actively investigating, uh, investigated, she said. So, and there are videos that are turning up and showing then the, um, you know, what happened. The woman who was killed worked at a radio station then in Kansas City. It was a community radio station. And they said in a Facebook post last night that Lisa Lopez Galvin was killed in the shooting. And they said this senseless act has taken a beautiful person from her family and this KC community, they said. So her on-air name was Lisa G. People who know her, uh, obviously, they, you know, they, they loved her. They said she's the... She's the type of person who would jump in front of a bullet for anybody. That would be Lisa, one of them said. Um, this, um, and there, there's other reaction from people who knew her. One who said she was the most wonderful, beautiful person. She was a local DJ. She did everybody's weddings. We all know her. She was so full of life. So initially, she was taken to the hospital, and it was later yesterday afternoon that she died. And while she was uh, in the hospital, her Facebook page then was filling up with messages, people offering hopes for a safe recovery, you know, sending prayers to you and your family. And sadly, then, she, she lost her battle. So also during this, you had people who were 
again, you see the when these when these kinds of tragic events happen, you see the worst and you see the best. And of the Kansas City Chiefs players, a number of them were on buses with kids and so on. And Albert Breer at Sports Illustrated said the players had been unbelievable, he said, calming panicked kids down. And he cited in particular Trey Smith. He said Smith went up to one upset kid, gave him the WWE title belt, and sat with him until he calmed down. So a lot of people impressed with what Smith and his teammates did on that bus. So the uh, there was a statement also released by the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. They called the incident a senseless act of violence. They said they were saddened by what happened. Our how uh, excuse me, our hearts go out to the victims, their families, and all of Kansas City. We are in close communication with the mayor's office as well as the Kansas City Police Department. In fact, they released uh, several statements yesterday. The Kansas City Chiefs did kind of along the same lines, echoing that those sentiment uh, sentiments to uh, fans and and players and and they. By the way, they said everybody with the Chiefs, all of the players, all the management, all, all of their staff, all fine. None of them were injured. In this uh, in this event yesterday, the I wanted to give you uh, some of the perspective of some of the Chiefs players. Patrick Mahomes just said, "Praying for Kansas City," and then Chiefs linebacker Drew Tranquil wrote, "Please join me in prayer for all the victims in this heinous act." Pray that doctors and first responders would have steady hands and that all would experience full healing, he said. And then the NFL released a second statement then. We're deeply saddened by the senseless shooting that occurred today near the end of the rally in Kansas City for the Chiefs. This is the NFL now. Our thoughts are with the victims and everyone affected. So forgive me, yeah, that was the statement by the NFL. The Chiefs had responded previously. And they went on to say, we're grateful for the quick and thorough response of law enforcement and emergency personnel. There was also a story about the man who um, tackled one of the alleged shooters in this case. His name is Trey Filter. You can find his story at NewYorkPost.com this morning. He's a Chiefs fan, there with his family. Took his kids out of school to celebrate the Chiefs' victory. Go to the parade, something they have done before. Special for his family, something they enjoy. And he said he heard, you know, their, their shots, and he hears somebody shout, get him. And then he sees somebody who is 
running through the crowd. And he assumes it's got to be that person, this guy running through the crowd. And he said, my brain tells me that must be him. And he said, I literally remember when I was tackling him thinking, I sure hope this is who they were yelling at me to get. (laughs) He said, because I just went boom. And so he tackles the guy to the ground. And these two wrestled around. The guy manages to get get free. And then enter a second Chiefs fan who comes after this guy, somersaults in the dirt. And this is when Trey Filter then decides he's going to jump back into it. And he begins just pummeling this guy that he's grabbed. Now, he's got a gun. The guy who he grabbed has has got a gun. Well, he starts pummeling on this guy. He drops a gun. And his wife then lunges for the gun that he had dropped during the struggle. And he said, you know, I don't, uh, uh, of the pummeling this guy, he said, and you can imagine this, you know, you always try to, You've got adrenaline pumping through your body like crazy. You don't know what's happening. You've heard shots. People are screaming, running. And in the midst of all that, you've caught this guy. You can only imagine, you know, the adrenaline that is surging through your body. I don't think you and I could get a handle on what that must be like. And so he's pummeling on this guy, and he says, I don't know if I knocked him out or what, you know, when I tackled him, but I had him squeezed so hard that he might have passed out, you know, uh, at the time for all I know. And he said, I just started racking him in his ribs. So bystanders were screaming, get the gun, get the gun. He knew that his wife had already grabbed the gun, so he wasn't concerned about that, wasn't concerned about the gun. And he said, I was just yelling, F your gun, and I was just hitting me, hitting him in his ribs. It was great. You know America stuff, he said. He said police were there in less than a minute, and they cuffed the gunman. And then he stands up. The crowd is applauding what he's done and capturing this guy, and he looks at his two sons, and he says, get your mother, we're getting the blank out of here. Yeah, you can, wow. Again, you know, you see that kind of response from people. It's just absolutely incredible. So we'll be learning more about that certainly today. Authorities uh, will be holding news uh, news conferences and will be getting additional details about what happened. And, but when you see people who are engaged in these kinds of heinous acts, one of the things that I, I always take away is you take a look and you see the actions then of other people who really rise to the occasion. 
and it's uh, it's pretty incredible. That is just a huge story this morning. And again, I think I think it's a brain dead response to start talking about guns to immediately jump into, and some are, some are. But we have things that I think that precipitate these kinds of events that you've got three people in custody. Now, whether or not what the roles were, we, we don't know, but we've got three people in custody. And then you wonder, was this a planned event by, with by, you know, two or more or what happened there? We'll have to wait to find out. And I think it's just another indication of, of the problems that we're seeing throughout our nation right now. The issue is not guns. We've always had guns. What we have not always had are lunatics who carry out things like this. That's what's new. That's what's changed. And it's not even, at this point, it's not even new. I mean, how long have we, at one point, it was young men and, you know, the Columbine shooting, and I think that's when things really started to change. And it's just gotten worse and worse and worse, and it's not about guns. We've got more guns in the country than ever before. It's not, it's, the issue is not about availability of guns overwhelming number of people who have guns or law-abiding people. You know, they're, they're, they're not lunatics who are responsible for this kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll see what happens. One of the other big stories this morning is former Attorney General Jason Roundsburg. And he was addressing the South Dakota Supreme Court yesterday. There was a hearing regarding his license to practice law in the state. So as you know, obviously no longer an attorney general. Um, he'd been removed, but he would like to continue to be able to practice law. And he was making that argument yesterday in front of the state Supreme Court. And I want to uh, tip the hat here to the folks at... Uh, at Kevland News, they get some pretty extensive reporting on this on their website this morning about the um, the hearing and Roundsburg's comments. He addressed the family of Joe Beaver, and he said, I didn't ask for this accident. I took responsibility for the accident. I tried to conduct myself in a professional manner. And he told them, he said, you know, I'm sorry again to the Beaver family that this has occurred. It's been 1,251 days, and I count them every day on my calendar. And I say a prayer every day for him and myself and all the members of the family and all the people that it's affected, he said. So then... um, uh, Justice uh, Janine Kern asked him about um, criticism then um, about his candor with uh, North Dakota investigators, and he got into that. 
he continues to say that his his car was on the right side of the road. He said, I still know that I went to the right after impact, and that is not in their findings. They questioned me extensively about my cell phone usage, and I was just adamant that I was not on my cell phone at the time. And, And Ronsberg said, while perception is very important to the legal profession, reality is even more important. There have been many things said about me that were false. Brownsburg said. So there's um, there's more of this that I want to share, and I'll I will pick this up coming up. The because Chief uh, Chief Justice Jensen asked Brownsburg, you know, did it ever cross your mind about leaving as Attorney General? Did it ever cross your mind? to leave that uh, that position. And so I will share um, Roundsburg's answer with you uh, coming up. 